Dr. Rick Wallace here dropping in on you on this Friday morning. I hope everybody has had a prosperous and productive week. Uh, remember what I tell you, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, no matter how it may seem, if you're still breathing, you're still in the fight. So stand up, square your shoulders, hold your head up, refocus, recenter, and keep pushing. I'm telling you that the greater the resistance, the greater the reward. Uh, I can tell you that uh, rarely have I found the things that I treasure the most easily. Uh, it's a fight. It is a push. It is a consistent war. But I'm telling you, all of it is absolutely worth it. Uh, keep fighting. All right, here we go. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of monitoring what you focus on. Yeah, there are a lot of things. I can I, I can relate to the people who have a lot of thing on a lot of things on your plate, a lot of things you're responsible for, a lot of things that are you're obligated to, a lot of things that you want out of life, things that you want to do, and things that people expect you to do. I understand all of that, but let me explain something to you. If you don't focus on you, if you don't center you, if you don't get you in the game, all of the other things that are on the uh outside looking in, all the things that are in your periphery that are tugging on you aren't going to get served and handled and managed the way you need to. And all of us uh, fall victim to losing ourselves at times. And when I'm talking about losing ourselves, I'm losing ourselves in the journey, losing ourselves in the struggle, losing ourselves in the battle, losing ourselves in the desire to be everything that we feel we need to be for ourselves and others. Yes, that needs to be your obligation. You're supposed to be here to make a difference. You're supposed to be here to change lives. You're supposed to be here to be a positive force and a positive impact. But this is life. So there are going to be times that you're going to take blows. There are going to be times that you're going to experience setbacks. There are going to be times that it feels like everything you're pushing and striving for seems to be falling apart. You can't quit. You can't give up. You got to understand something. So what do you do? You focus on you first, not in a selfish way but in a deliberate way to make sure you're doing what you need to do in a deliberate way that says, I understand that I need to show up every day. I understand that I need to put in work. See, a lot of times we get caught up in the feelings of the moment or the perception of what we're dealing with. And we lose focus. We lose hope. We lose consistency and intensity because it doesn't look the way we think it should. It doesn't move the way we think it should. It doesn't smell and taste the way we think it should. We had a vision and an idea of what it was supposed to look like and feel like, and it's not feeling like that. So we become convinced that it's not happening. Here's the thing. What you sow, plant, put out there, and cultivate comes back. That is a universal law of God. If you plant it and you protect it and you work on it, come back. a lot of times people miss it because they don't understand the process of germination 
and gestation. If we're talking about sowing and reaping, if we're talking about planting and reaping a harvest, then we must understand that all harvests don't come in at the same time. All seeds don't produce and gestate at the same rate. The rose comes a lot quicker than the oak tree. But you got to understand that you get different benefits from the oak tree than you get from the rose. You got to understand that if you're going for something big, sometimes it gets caught up in things. Sometimes it takes some time to germate. Sometimes there's a longer gestation period through which the seed has to draw on the nutrients of faith, consistency, fortitude and fight over time to produce the result. Far too many people quit before the breakthrough. Quit before harvest time. You can't do that. Another thing that you need to understand is when you're not focused right, your thoughts are not right. The situations and circumstances that you despise, that you constantly find yourself in are there because of your thinking. Your thinking has produced the reality in one form or another. You're giving too much power to one thing. You're giving too much concentration and focus on what you don't want to happen instead of focusing on what you're going to do, what you desire to do, what you're demanding of life, what your faith is uh, pressing upon God and the universe to bring to you, you're worried about what's going wrong, what's not happening, what you don't like, how it feels. And when you, whatever you focus on, you feel, you got to understand that. I get it. I'm human. Trust me. I get pulled there. My goal is when I get pulled into a place where I'm responding to a negative force more than I am to the solution that moves me beyond it, I try to make sure that I get out of it as quickly as I possibly can. I have a 90 second rule. I'm not going to tell you that every time something hits me, I'm out in 90 seconds. But the vast majority of the time I am. And because I'm striving for 90, even the more heavier and weightier, weightier things can't pull me down for prolonged periods of time because my mind is simply not going to be geared to stay on it long. I'm going to look at it. And sometimes it's me. Sometimes I make a mistake. Sometimes I make a misjudgment. Sometimes I'm off. And then I could sit up and really just kick myself. I could just kick myself because, you know, there are a lot of people that love to kick you. And so, you know, you get you if you if you if you're not careful, you start kicking yourself. Now, I'm going to sit up and say, hey, I made a I made a poor judgment call. I made a bad decision. I wasn't where I needed to be. I didn't do it the right way. Now, let's go back and make it happen. Let's do something because I cannot change what has already happened. But what I can do is allow what has already happened to consistently impact how I move in the future. Or I can sit up and say, learn from it, put it down where it is, move forward, make some new moves, make some new decisions. But it's about this. Let me tell you something. It's happening in your mind. These situations that you are constantly engaging, that you despise is happening in your mind. If you change your thinking, you change your life. I don't mean in, in, in one conscious thought. I mean in literally developing a thinking and, and, and thought process that focus on, focuses on solutions, focuses on the positive, focuses on gratitude, focuses on appreciation, and looks at the negative things and says, there's a solution for that. I'm going to find the solution. I'm not going to whine about it. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to sit around and mope about it. I'm going to find a solution. It, the power is in knowing that any answer you need, you have the mind of God at your disposal and the answers are already on the way. 
The problem is you get focused on the problem, you give the problem more power. The more you focus on it, the bigger the problem becomes, the more powerful, the more explosive, the more overwhelming. You've got to stop giving your problems power. You've got to start putting the power and the force and the thought processes into solutions, into expecting something good to happen, into expecting a better situation, into visualizing a better situation, into sitting up and saying, if there's something wrong, there's an answer to it. The answer is on its way because I have the mind of God at my disposal. I'm not going to sit in it. I'm not going to wallow in it. I'm going to move forward. That's a responsibility that each individual has. That's not something someone else comes and does for you. That's something that you have to find a way to do for yourself. Now, the next thing is there's going to be some challenges. You're going to get hit. Life's going to throw you a curveball. There are going to be people who don't like you. There are going to be people who purposely try to interrupt what you're doing. There are going to be some people that come from some dark places that do some dark things. Let me tell you something. What you're going to have to do is make up in your mind that you're going to make moves because you can easily get caught up in saying, well, this didn't happen because of that. This didn't happen because of that. It didn't happen. What happens is, look, you can make excuses or you can produce results, but you can't do both. You want to make up in your mind. Am I going to sit up and talk about all the reasons why it didn't happen or am I going to find a way to make it happen? It doesn't mean that there aren't things out there. It just simply means and sometimes you need to state for whatever reason that there's a thing out there. But you don't focus on that. Hey, this didn't happen because of that. But this is what I'm going to do about it. Because if I just sit up and say it didn't happen because of that, I leave it there and I leave that to linger in my thought processes. But the moment I sit up and say it didn't happen because of this, but this is what I'm going to do about it. Or simply, even if I don't know what I'm going to do about it, this is this is what this is what made it happen. But I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to get it straight. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it work out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to push through. Again, keep in mind that gestation period, though. We live in a microwave society where everybody wants everything now. Everybody looks at things. Everybody talks about things, and everybody views everybody's success within the moment as if they've always been there. You know, there's people that worked on successes for years and years before they got there, but the reward was in direct correspondence to the amount of time, energy, and effort they put in. Warren Buffett is worth close to $100 billion, and all of 99-some percent of that was made after he was 50 years old. But he was on his grind from his 20s. He's always had that mindset. It took time for what he was doing because he was looking at it and approaching it from a very different perspective. It took some time. And it, it, when, he, when, when he finally got it, he got his movie, got his mo role, and he's still going. I'm not saying you wait 26, 30, 30 years for something. What I'm saying is you can't quit on it in two, three, four, five. Not if you're talking about doing something exceptional, not if you're talking about doing something extraordinary. Life has got these between romance novels and in, in all these movies where people hit it big, quick, and these overnight successes, everybody's thinking you just walk out there and put your, put your order in the air, and here it comes rolling back to you. Nobody's ready to put in the work. Nobody's ready to be consistent. Nobody's ready to stand up and make something happen for themselves. Everybody's just sitting around expecting it to happen all at one, one moment. Now, let me tell you something. That is not how it works. 
you got to get up and you got to go out there and you got to put in the work. You got to stop making excuses. You can make excuses or you can produce results, but you can't do both. You can't be an excuse maker and a result producer. It doesn't work that way. People who focus or focus on what's wrong don't don't do very good at producing results because they've given power to what's wrong. You've got to learn how to control your thinking. Remember, it's your thinking that gets you there. Aim big. One of my favorite quotes is by Stephen Furtick, and you've probably heard me say it before because it's one of my favorite quotes. It comes from his book, Sun Stand Still. And in this book, he says, if the vision that you have for your life isn't so huge that it intimidates you, there's a good chance it's insulting God. If the vision that you have for your life isn't so huge that it intimidates you, there's a good chance it's insulting God. And when people who are in my periphery, in my close circle that have access to me, they can literally pick up the phone and call me and say, hey, man, what you got up for today? Man, I'm chasing the impossible. Because anything less is insulting God. I'm chasing the things that require faith. See, if I can see how I can do it, if I can reason it in my mind, if I can rationalize it, then it doesn't require faith. Faith, it only requires action. But when I look at it and it's huge, it's big, I haven't done it before. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I've made up in my mind I'm moving toward it and I'm going and getting it. Now it requires faith. I'm chasing the impossible because, see, that's where greatness happens. That's where impact happens. That's where you leave a legacy. That's where you change things, not just for yourself, but the, for the people around you and others who come to know you or of you. You have the power to impact the world, but you're going to have to invest in yourself. You're going to have to that. Finally, I heard Les Brown say this one time. I don't know if it's originally his or not, but I heard him say that the greatest risk you uh, you can take in life is to take no risk at all. The greatest hazard, I take that, the greatest hazard in life is to take no risk at all. Far too many of you are playing it safe. Far too many of you are sitting back and, 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 and deciding that you're not going out there. You're not going to go get it. I'm not saying be foolish. I'm saying that the things worth having require you to step outside of your comfort zone, outside of what you've always known, outside of where you can sit up and be the big fish in the small pond. Sometimes you got to get out there and find people smarter. Sometimes you got to get out there and find people wealthier. Sometimes you got to get out there and find people who know more than you in your own field in order to grow, in order to move. Sometimes you got to sit up and say, I can't stay here anymore. I'm going to move to this place. I'm going to move to that place. I'm going to get out of this situation, but I'm going to do something big in my life. You've got to reach for it. That's my challenge. Get out there and reach for it. Invest in yourself, invest in your future, invest in your vision, invest in your greatness. Get out there and make something happen. As always, each each moment after I uh, uh, share with you, I, I, I present to you an opportunity. Look, I'm looking to work with some people. I'm serious and I only take people who are serious, but I'm looking to work with people. I have this program called Savage in Seven. It used to be Savage in Six, but I, I took my seven step program of personal progression and I put it into a seven week program, one progression per week that puts you in a place that literally launches you into something. And I want to work with you on it. Here's what I'm going to do. This is seven intense weeks. Uh, one session per week, but you're going to have work in between that you're going to have to get done. But we're going to do this in seven weeks. Here's what I'm going to do for every person who signs up. I'm going to give you a complimentary package, seven, uh, uh, excuse me, Savage and Seven package 
to give to a friend, a loved one, a spouse, a child, your, your child, someone that you want to see succeed as much as you want to succeed. And I'm going to give that to you today only if you sign up for it. And I'm telling you right now, so you don't have to go into shock. The program is fifteen hundred dollars. It's worth way more than that. It's worth way more than that. You're talking about changing your life forever. You're talking about putting yourself in a position where you don't have to think about that type of stuff anymore. But you're going to have to take a chance and move yourself forward. If you're serious about changing your life and you know somebody else that you want to see do it too, this is a chance. This is seven intense sessions over seven weeks. And I promise you, you will not be the same. On that note, I'm going to get out of here. The, the, the link is in the description box. Do, do what it does. When you make your purchase for your session, you will be contacted by our uh, support team and you will be given uh, uh, access and awarded a second uh, program or package that you can give to whoever you want to. And just let us know the person's name and their email address or phone number, and we will contact them and set everything up with them. But this is a chance for you and somebody you love to do something exceptional and extraordinary together, to be accountability partners. As I always say, and I'm out of here, as I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I'm challenging you to do the same thing. There's no perfect life. There's no person who has it all together. But the, get out there and make every day something that you can be proud of. Give of yourself, be something, grow something, do something. That's my challenge to you. I dare you to do it and, and see the difference it makes in your life and those people around you. On that note, I'm out of here. Have an unbelievable day.